Activate your energy. Welcome to the Activated Authors Podcast, a show where we distill the core principles of what it takes to become a happy, healthy, and productive author, no matter what stage of the journey you're at. I'm your host, Daniel Wilcox. I'm an international best-selling author, as well as an author coach, speaker, and creative entrepreneur. But most importantly, I'm a lifelong student of all things productivity, psychology, and human behavior. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in. What is up, Activators? And welcome to another episode of the Activated Authors Podcast. Today, I am thrilled, delighted, and excited to be joined by the wonderful Samantha Frost. Hi, Sam. Hello. That's me. That's you. Hello. Um, So this is going to be a bit of a a different episode this week. It's a bit more of an in-between-y-sode because we've been running now since February time. We're on, this is episode 18 or so, um, which sounds small numbers when you look at like a podcast thing, but you know, that's 18 weeks worth of content, which is solid. It's half a year. Almost half a year. Okay. Not far off it. Yeah. that's even more now um but yeah we've got some we've got some news we've got some updates we've got some different things we wanted to discuss so we thought that we'd kind of steal the mic for this week's episode and just kind of dive into some stuff but the the first thing i want to go into is a very very exciting piece of news and it's something that as of this recording we've not yet even told the activated authors but sam yeah hello that's me hello is officially going to be coming on as one of the co-hosts or the co-host of the Activated Authors podcast. So, hi Sam, welcome to the to the tribe. To the tribe. Did you just describe yourself as a tribe? Yes. <laughs> the smallest tribe I've ever seen. But hello, thank you for the welcome. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, so like we've we've had like a pretty decent response to our episodes and also the other Q and A's and all the different pieces going on. And I think that you know we'll we'll kind of dive a little bit more into some of what you're up to for those who haven't yet tuned in and checked out any of the episodes but um one of the reasons for this change is i want to add a bit more of a live kind of discussion part of the podcast obviously we have the interviews each week um but i think it'd be really cool in there to kind of break down you know things that we've learned and also the fact that we're at very very different points in our author journey and our creative journey so i think that having that second perspective would be fantastic to throw into um the interviews so Yeah, why don't you tell people a little bit about who you are, just in case they haven't caught your episode, which was, just for people who want to know, and I've got it right. Episode seven. Episode seven. I just just had to confirm. Hi, Sam. Who are you? I mean, the fact that, like, I edit (laughs) the podcast, I should know what episode is. Also, it came out on my birthday. Also, it was episode 007. That is true. And you do have a freakishly good memory. Mm. There's stuff that, like, I give a damn about. (laughs) <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> That's <laughs> good news. Say that publicly because uh-huh. now if I forget something about someone, they're going to be like, "Oh, I see how it is." Yeah, um, yeah. I'm good, thank you. Now you didn't ask me that. You asked me to say who I am. Okay, hello. <laughs> I'm Sam Frost. That's me. Um, I am a multi-creative, passionate. No, multi-passionate creative. Good mm-hmm. God, I'm also sweating. I've got. It's a very hot day. It's a very warm day. I've got my, swind- my swindows. <laughs> <laughs> this is going exactly as I envisioned it. <laughs> I've got my windows closed because there's lots of people having barbecues outside. Mm. Um, and I thought it would be quite noisy. So as a result, I'm sweating and my brain is um, marinating in its own... Goofy juice. Goofy juice. 
sure. That's nicer go. than anything I could have thought of. <laughs> um, so I'm a multi-passionate creative, not a multi-creative passionate. I don't know what that is. We'll find out. Well, maybe. Um, I am very passionate about mental health. I am very passionate about um, social justice and creativity. And I also like to tell it how it is about being a single parent because I also have a pug. I'll wait. Well, I feel like this should be just a perfect time for a disclaimer that this will happen often. Mm -hmm. And so we can power through. Your mic is good. It's picking you up. <laughs> but this is, who is, who is this wonderful bundle of sound? It's, this is Chase. Chasey. You can hear a van reversing. That's the issue. Oh, I'd bark at that. No, I don't. I don't know how they dare. I know. It's disgusting. On the street. Yeah. Dude, come on. There we go. Um. Yes, I have a pug. Here he is. Oh, is I said pug, and here he is. Look at that. There we go. So yeah. for people that are watching, you can see him. For people that are listening, imagine the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life, and times it by a million. Uh, and that's that's what I'm holding. Um, yes, I also like to talk a lot about um, the trials and tribulations of being a single parent. I'm also a member of the Act for Daughters community, and I help you run things around there too. And now my face has disappeared because a pug is very. If you lower your head, it genuinely looks like that is your head. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes, my um, my my pooch might set off at any moment, depending on whether or not a car door opens or closes. Um, we'll find out. And this will just be a messy episode, but that's fine yeah. because. And the thing is, I I like recording stuff like this and airing stuff like this because, like, this is life. This is this is the franticness of like the creative life and of the author life. Um, but I will nudge you a little bit further. So, obviously, you write. You, you have a, an, an array of uh, skills and talents in various creative oh. arts. What would you say is your writing tone, genre, style, influences? What do you look for for books? Okay, so I, when I first started writing, which was about two years ago, because like, well, as in, when I first started writing with a serious eye on publishing. Um, Very different thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have described what I wrote as fantasy until I met... Um, real writers and by real writers I mean like writers that have published I'm not I'm not dissing on anyone but like real writers that, that went to me yeah what type of fantasy and I was mm. like the fantasy type what <laughs> <laughs> um and so now after kind of looking more into it I would say I am a fan of epic and also magical realism mm. um which can sometimes be described as urban fantasy but I think that when you say urban fantasy people have a very set idea of what that is and it's usually a wizard on a cover with another gruff person like a trench coat it's raining there's magical <laughs> wind coming from somewhere that's like whipping the coat and the hair back but somehow it's managed to not get wet in the torrential rain probably because he's a wizard um at night with a cityscape behind them and when I think of magical realism I think of Gaiman because in Neil mm. Gaiman um so yeah fantastical fiction is how I like to call it in, in my own brain um and I mean I kind of I like to read a lot of the same so fantasy of most types um Neil Gaiman is probably my favorite 
um, fantasy author. I'm also a fan of Margaret Atwood. Um, I love a bit of Bill Bryson. Yourself, of course. Oh, he's too kind. Well, you know, I like the self-publishing blueprints there. So, <laughs> and yeah, and I, I do like to read a lot of um, non-fiction as well. Also, my brain's weird. I'm neurodivergent, so I should probably mention that too. Very different perspectives. There we go. Beautifully <laughs> highlighted. Um, so what are you working on at the minute? Tell us a little bit about your current creative endeavours. Okay, well, do you know what? If you'd have asked me this last week, I'd have scrambled. But right now I can just do this. Boop. Because I've got... <laughs> For people listening on the podcast, Sam looked up. <laughs> yes, I looked up with the sound effect of a boop. Because uh, I have a corkboard up here. And it has the very next steps of everything that I'm working on currently. So I am trying to figure out how to do the newsletter thing, because apparently it's important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am looking into different markets to sell paintings on. Um, I am, oh yeah, I'm working on the last draft of, or the latest draft of Air to the Universe, which is the high fantasy novel that I am currently writing. I'm working on a poetry book, um i am looking at some youtube content i'm looking at doing a podcast not this one i mean i am doing this one but like a i was gonna say that hit hard <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> for the future and everyone joining next week but i'll try it again <laughs> um and i'm also um running a blog and then there's a couple of other bits and pieces um that i haven't yet announced not that there's swathes of people waiting on it but I'm not ready yet, so. So a lot of exciting opportunities coming up. Hopefully. You. You. <laughs> what about you? What are you working on, Wilcox? Um, I am currently, as of this week, uh, I've, well, for the first time in a long time, actually taken two days to stop and pause because I've had the last three and a half weeks, potentially, well, the last three and a half weeks have basically been balls to the wall go 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 all the things um and just to highlight what some of that was like within 10 days it, and it's some of it's my own fault I, I kind of mismanaged um a few bits and pieces but over 10 days I had to write 45,000 words of a novel um within those 10 days I also had a four-day stag do over in Manchester so I had to <laughs> manage that as best as I could um had a fantastic time managed to do it but yeah it also pushed um I <laughs> I also had a four-day conference, well, four days, yeah, four-day conference um, for Chillicon 2022, which was the first ever UK conference run by the Horror Writers Association, which was incredibly inspiring and amazing and awesome. Um, and I sat on a panel for that, for presenting podcast stuff with some pretty cool people, including Mick Garris, who runs the uh, Postmortem podcast and has, <laughs> has filmed Stephen King stuff. And yeah, Stephen King. Um, and so... That's been busy. And then I've realised um, that I haven't actually given myself proper time off, like even evening wise in a long, long, like long, long time. And by that, I mean sort of about since it's 28th of April, I think, when I looked through my diary. Um, and it was one of those moments where I was like, it's what one thing I really hate about being a coach and kind of having a platform in which you talk to people about things like productivity and everything else mm. are those moments in which you do forget to do the things yourself. And it's not an unusual yeah, thing. It happens often and it happens to every coach that I speak to. Mm -hmm. But it is a really annoying thing where it's like, you know the answer, 
but it just reminds you that life sometimes has a way of sweeping you away um and there are like a bunch of other changes and stuff going on in the background as well so all of that to say that i um over the last couple of weeks have just been thinking very very hard about what the future looks like because as of august uh, i will no longer officially be a ghostwriter um i'm hanging up the ghostwriting pen <laughs> uh, you can't see it because it's for yeah that's writing. what i was thinking yeah yeah um yeah. which means that a lot more of my time is going to be well all of my time is going to be mine to work on the stuff that i want to work on which is awesome and liberating Very and exciting. also a bit intimidating as well um <laughs> because no because yeah because i've got like projects that i want to do projects that i'm in the middle of projects that i've promised and projects that are like just on the back burner mm. um and so the last couple of days have basically just been trying to reshuffle and doing all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of part of the inception for this podcast because it has leaked through onto this podcast and I'm looking at like ways to move forward and ways to improve what I'm doing and ways to make things so that um, my my priorities as a writer and as a creative are in the right place. And before anyone says anything, no, this podcast isn't stopping at all. Um, <laughs> I would be quite offended. That'd be really well, like, welcome Sam. Thanks everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a real dick move, Will. Really sorry to tell you, Sam. Uh, <laughs> I love um, when people just announce that I'm fired live on air. It's like, oh, thank you. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. <laughs> um, so all of that to say, at the minute, I don't really know what I'm working on. Um, I've, I'm, I'm kind of, I've thrown a lot of stuff on the floor and I'm rearranging it all. What I will say is that... On the ground. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that took a second. Um but yeah, so I'm working on a novella, which mm-hmm. has evolved massively over the past few months. So originally it was just um, kind of like a stream of consciousness, write this. And I bought a piece of cover art about two years ago. And the story was based on that piece of cover art because it's gorgeous and I love it. It is beautiful. Um, yeah. And as I'm writing it, what I'm discovering is that two stories are coming through. There's one which is the one of the cover art and there's one which is the actual story as it's trying to tell itself. Mm-hmm. because for people that know how I write I'm not all that much of a plotter I quite like the discovery process but um and so I'm about 10,000 words into that and I think it'll probably max out about 20,000 words uh, and it's probably one of the most purple things I've ever written but at the same time like I'm just really really enjoying it so working on that and then also um pardon I said I'm very excited to read that yeah yeah um and then also uh, putting in seeds for productivity book, which has had more words added to it. And is also, um, uh, no, I won't, I was going to announce a thing, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to announce it until it's confirmed, um, mm-hmm. but might potentially tie into something else quite big that's, that's coming up mm-hmm. should it happen. So um, let's bring the thing back for activated authors. <laughs> it's the thing. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my plate at the minute. It's just a lot of planning, mm-hmm. a lot of, really trying to get to grips with regular planned annual time off um as well as taking what i've learned over the last year and a half and seeing patterns between when i'm drained and when i'm not and how to move that forward um and one of those things actually and i'll speak on this now because uh, it's very very timely is like a real sense of slowing down mm. because again for people that know my journey uh i I write a lot of words. I wrote 
26 books in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been writing since 2015 and I've just written or just finished my 68th book. Um, and I do write a lot of words and I do do a lot of things. And I have the podcast and I have like coaching and I have the ghostwriting and I have all the kind of stuff. community. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I'm currently working with a business coach who is proving very, very, very useful in many, many ways. Um, and one of the things that I'm coming further and further back to is actually the more uh, I go down this path, the slower I'm beginning to go. And actually that's okay mm-hmm. because I'd rather do less well than carry on kind of like sprinting um, as fast as I can go. And I do think that there's a time for that. Oh yeah. With, with growing a business that like you can't really, like it's difficult to go from leaving the day job to running the side hustle full time. If you're not working hard and that transition is always going to be messy. But for me, that transition has lasted four years at the minute. And so I'm ready to like proper slow down, proper focus on going deep on the things that are moving the needle mm-hmm. and also just moving much more towards the things that fill my well and penergize me. And <laughs> Oh, she's going to kill you. You're dead. You're dead. I won't name and shame, uh, but for one of our activated authors who uh, <laughs> <laughs> tried to say energy penny, and I'm doing it now, energy pennies, and uh, it said energy penergies, and so penergized is now it's been filling the creative well. Yeah. Um, hashtag penergized. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. You're I love dead. it. But I, like, I, I love it. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, looking at trying to understand myself a lot more mm-hmm. so I can deliver the best version of myself to people. Yep. And one of those things is trying to do more in-person stuff, mm-hmm. just generally, because I am at a certain threshold with how often I am on Zoom. And, <laughs> yes. And part of that is obviously because of the <laughs> pandemic forced a lot of stuff online. Another part of that is because... A lot of the communities that I'm in aren't local, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to be making a real conscious effort to do more in-person stuff. Yeah. Especially after like how penergized I was after that conference. You were so penergized. I was like so penergized. Penergized at the moment. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, so I am at the minute exploring the idea of putting a conference together or some kind of live event next year for Activated Authors. Um, Because I already had enough people kind of say like they'd love to have a meet up and meet in person, whatever that looks like. Um, For people watching on YouTube, Sam is bored of my talking. (laughs) On YouTube, uh, one of Sam's diagnoses is insomnia, and she had an hour sleep last night. And I think I'm doing pretty well. You're doing fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, in person stuff, and then also um, trying to reduce how much I'm on Zoom. Uh, Mm -hmm. for different things so I'm kind of at the minute in the planning phases of what that will look like um but yeah I'll trying to think where to go from there whether we jump into the next bit well I've got a question for you before we go okay okay I don't have balls right Mm -hmm. so one can assume (laughs) well I don't have balls so I've never quite understood. I've got the ovaries of a champion, but I don't have balls. <laughs> so I've never quite understood the phrase balls to the wall, go, go, go. Are you leaving your balls on the wall and running off without them? 
it seems like a very much a mixed metaphor for me. And since you said that, I can think of nothing else. And I have some quite disturbing images in my head of random balls just Velcro to a wall. Hi again. I'm sorry that I've already immediately brought the tone down. I like that one of the first things that comes up on Google is balls of wall machine. Oh, <laughs> what? I know, that's not good. Uh... Don't click on that. It was first attested to the 1960s to the context of aviation. Aircrafts have up to three controls per power plant. Throttle control makes you control in aircraft with reciprocating power plants and propeller RPM control in aircraft. Okay. These controls can either be plungers that you push the ball end into the firewall for maximum power setting. Oh, yeah. Or a lever with a ball top that you push towards the firewall for maximum power setting. There we go. Balls to the wall is the same as pedal to the metal. Yeah, balls Essentially, to the wall, fully penergized. I feel like this has become so much more educational than it previously was with just myself. So well, thank welcome. you for your addition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of, that also uh, reminds me of something else. So again, yeah. another another um, inception for this uh, kind of conversation is listening to Amy Landino's um, detail therapy in which she talks about the 37, yeah. I know about her because of you. Um, she talks about her seven, 37 rules to life that she's reviewed now that she's turned 37. Mm -hmm. And one of them, with the last one, spoiler alert, if people are going to listen to this uh, or listen to that episode, really resonated with me because it's something that I've thought about a lot and it's something that I've been teaching people. And again, it's like interesting to see how I apply it to myself because essentially rule 37 is like grow the fuck up and there are no rules. Yeah. So there there and this is something i've gone through with a couple of counselors over the year with certain stuff because what what i found really bizarre is that i'm self-employed and so realistically there are no boundaries to when i can work what i can do like whatever like i could if i wanted to work all night do the work and that's fine mm -hmm. um every time i think about stuff like that there's this like tiny little nagging voice in the back of my head where i saw like my parents do the nine to five and oh, still yeah. doing the nine to five mm -hmm. and so there's almost like this expectation for me to work the nine to five and like, there's not, I, I can work when I want and do the thing that I want based off of how I work best as a person. And there's a, a weird like guilt that comes with that. that I'm, I'm trying to like, um, what's the word? Just rationalize, uh, not rationalize. Um, Come to terms with? Yeah, reconcile. Reconcile. Um, and so, yeah. Because you that just... your off to not do the nine to five, to feel guilty for not doing the nine to five. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre because yeah. I know that you you don't have much of a, a regular work schedule either with the stuff that you do. You, no. you are very in the moment creative. Yeah, I have crippling mental illnesses. So I the government has stopped. They've given up on me trying to <laughs> work a normal job and they're like, fine. Ugh. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I. It's annoying in one sense, because it would be lovely to have some kind of schedule that I can I can stick to um alas and alack I I can't seem to do that so yeah for me it's just kind of like I'll tell myself I'm about to do something and then my brain's like don't tell me what to do and then I'll <laughs> blink and I'm like halfway through a painting or mm -hmm. yeah yeah but yeah there's no there's no set way to do the thing especially when it comes to art and creativity um and actually well I don't know I do find that the more I try to create boundaries and fit a certain mold the more my body then 
rebels against that. So like I still get the work done and I still work on the things I need to, but I am finding it very, very, there's just me, I think it's, it's just, it's just combating that kind of normal routine now. And that's just part of the journey. Um, so kind of on that vein, some changes are coming to the Activate Authors podcast. I tried to do a drum roll, but my tongue ran out of steam. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. So, because, <laughs> <'cause, laughs> and I'm aware that I'm doing a lot of the talking on this one, um, but we'll, yeah. we'll give We're you a We're all chance. aware, but it's Don't fine. Don't you worry. <laughs> but so the Activate Authors podcast, quick history lesson. <laughs> Just sort of, <laughs> The Story Studio podcast, I ran with Luke Condor in 2016 through to 2017. We did 50 episodes of that. Um, it was a weekly podcast that we missed a few here and there just because of scheduling and technical issues. And one time we had an entire conversation with a person. And then at the end of it, none of it recorded. It was wonderful. Oh, no. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Especially having to tell that guest like, oh, thanks for coming on. But like, yeah, that that all is, is going nowhere. Did you not not just be like, do you have any aversion to to just re-recording or recording? No, we felt too bad. We felt too bad at that point. I would have felt worse not putting them on the podcast feed. Anyway, sorry. Well, you live and learn. This was a fair few years ago. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, I started the Great Right Share podcast in 2018. Yeah, 2018. Um, in which I went solo and I was interviewing people on podcasts and that was a weekly podcast. Um, and then there was a chunk about 20 episodes in, in which a lot of personal stuff blew up. And so I went on a short hiatus, come back in, started doing the weekly podcast again, uh, brought in co-hosts, John Crinan, Holly Line and Faye Trask, um, and ran to about 82 episodes. And then, uh, obviously the next level office podcast, which we did with Sasha Black, which we did over the pandemic and ran for 102 episodes 100 and something yeah it was over 100 um might be 106 doesn't matter um and so that was a slightly different format podcast but that was a weekly podcast uh, and then returned with the activated horse podcast and one of the reasons that i really love the format of these podcasts is i really love interviewing people and i love speaking to people and i love learning like the amazing information that people have in their head. And then obviously the great thing about recording that is then we can give it to you guys, the listeners and, mm-hmm. and go, you know, here's this incredible person that maybe you wouldn't have access to. Here's some information about them. And one thing I've always tried to do is really make it so that I push those interviews into places that they might not necessarily have been before. Um, I do tend to follow my own curiosity and, you know, ask the questions that are relevant to where I am at. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of the time, what I really do do try and do is uh, grab the chunks that people don't necessarily talk about. Like I always come back to um, my interview on Great Writers Show with Josh Malaman and just uh, I loved every part of that conversation from start yeah, to finish. An incredible episode. Yeah, and I was very specific about that one to kind of like touch on Mallory, which was his latest release to just come out. But mm. at the same time, I was more than aware that when you're doing a press tour, that's all you're talking about. So yeah, maybe you are very good at giving the same answers too. Uh huh. It's like, uh-huh. a, it's like a knee-jerk response you just exactly repeat. yeah yeah um and so the the crux of all this is that i really enjoy interviewing people i really enjoy the the the, the format of what we're doing and speaking to these people and kind of uh, disseminating all of the information to you guys what i'm starting to notice is that the weekly schedule is quite tricky for me and actually since i am a writer and a coach 
podcasting isn't necessarily like my priority. And so it's getting to the point where um, the podcasting does get in the way of a lot of stuff. And it's again, like I'm passionate about it. I love what I do, but I'm just looking at the ratios of where I'm investing my energy. And wow. so, um, wow. Nice to the listeners. <laughs> well, so this is not my priority. That's not what I'm saying. You heard it that's, here. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, Amazing memory, remember? I could rewind. See how this looks in edits. Um, but no, that's Where not it at all. It? Me! And, <laughs> Exactly, I'll tell you what, what I'm I'm coming out. Yeah. Um, and so essentially what I've been looking at and what we're still playing around with, but what will be looking to happen um, later on this year is that this podcast will be becoming a seasonal podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually very, very excited about this um, in the sense of we are going to be looking at focusing very, very critically on certain bits of content and topics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like this will be a very, very useful format, not only for ourselves to take a bit more time to go a bit deeper into um, what these interviews look like and to deliver sort of top quality content and also to get some amazing guests on. Um, But also just, I feel like it'll be easier to search for the kind of content that you want. Because I know as well that I I listen to a lot of weekly interview podcasts, like you've got Tim Ferriss, you've got Barry, the CEO, you've got Jay Shetty, you've got like Tom Bilyeu, you've got, lots of lots of different people from all over all over the shop um that do this kind of stuff and i know that certain guests resonate more than others and that's not a bad thing that's that's you know the way it is like i'm probably more likely to listen to an episode with um it's where i blank now simon senek um than i am i I don't remember his name but (laughs) it's not helpful yeah other people that aren't necessarily like in the flavor of you know what i know what i listen to and the kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so what we're currently doing behind the scenes, me, you, and uh, another one of our helpers. Um, <laughs> oh, we're back to helpers. I know. I'm also not sure yet whether to like whether they want to be announced publicly. So we're going to keep that one quiet. Um, you don't know whether what, they want to be referred to as a helper, but sure, an assistant. Um, but what we're doing is we're doing a lot of like uh, brainstorming, looking behind the scenes on what this is going to look like, so that we can create the best that we can with an activated authors podcast to create seasonal content that you know really hits the spot on things like i know an example could be six episodes on kickstarter another one could be how to write your first book another one could be marketing but we really really hone down on what those episodes are and we bringing Mm. the best of the best that we can grab to give the lessons that we need on that um and then it it hits the both the best of both worlds because well well yeah there'll be there'll be extra bits and pieces in there but again I'm not promising yet because we're still in conversation with this yeah um but that's kind of where it's heading I don't know if you had anything you want to add to that since you've been listening to me kind of like rambling all week (laughs) I mean that was a monologue and a half and I've done Shakespeare but I feel like you covered all the points um I think that having a seasonal podcast with like focus topics makes a lot of sense, especially like just for who you are and the community that you run. Um, and yeah, I just, just like you say, we haven't kind of formalized what it'll look like yet, but in the sense of we don't intend to leave anybody high and dry kind of in the interim periods. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be looking at helping, you know, just do some content and stuff there to keep people amused until you return mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean that's all of, you literally covered everything that there uh, was to say about this and also possibly 
12 other topics so I don't know what I could add to that <laughs> fair enough um but yeah so kind of one of the things you touched on there as well is with what I'm building with activated authors what I'm really trying to get to the heart of is building a really um full to the brim packed community full of resources and amazing people and support for authors mm-hmm. and so actually what I'll be doing and I will announce this to the activated authors before this goes live <laughs> is uh putting stuff out to them to you know see what it is that people want to see so if you know people are really struggling with cover design all right let's get some episodes on cover design if people are really wanting to find out more about planning about marketing about how things have changed over that however many years of, of self-publishing and things like that then then that's what we do but it really is going to be a podcast that's community-led so if you want to get on board and kind of be part of that change in that movement then it's all on our website you can get involved um, or just drop us a message and we can kind of like chat but yeah it's it's a podcast that serves the community and with that i want to do that in the best way that i possibly can um and really kind of niche down on some of the subject matter and the content and go from there um so in the sense of what this all looks like going ahead there aren't going to be any immediate changes over the next few weeks we've got we still got guests booked in i've still got interviews that i'll be conducting and going through at the minute, it's looking like uh, we'll be looking at starting season one of Activated Authors podcast revamped in uh, October. Mm-hmm. So there's a good few months of things coming up. Sorry, just my shit, my shit joke brain just got really excited that you said revamped and then October. And I was like, ah, I've got just I, like, I, could, I could be <laughs> spawn. But yeah, so yeah, nothing to worry about now. And then over the next few months, Sam is going to be coming on and the format will change only ever so slightly. Yes. Um, but we'll be seeing more of Sam's face on the mic, which doesn't make sense. But no. There we are. But, yeah. So, so, but, 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 but me? Yeah. Am, am I, <laughs> may I speak? <laughs> yeah. Go. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, so it will be kind of, we'll be checking in with each other at the beginning um, and then after the interview which will be as as you've heard them already um me and Dan will just be talking about kind of any key takeaways or anything like that we got from that interview and because um like you said sir we are at very different points in our journey I have yet to publish you have published half of the British library um it will be an interesting conversation because obviously you have probably forgotten half the things you've already learned and I don't mean in this you know what I mean like you forget that that's something you have to learn because it just becomes second nature Mm -hmm. where you know I'm still like I think I know what a book club is (laughs) possibly yeah so I think our takeaways will be very different Mm -hmm. and now I want a goddamn Chinese oh no takeaways yeah I've certainly got 46p in my account so there will be no Chinese takeaway for this queen tonight oh man yeah but no you're right I am I ended up teaching someone yesterday how to set up like a mailing list and do all the basics just to kind of get themselves started it wasn't me it wasn't no um and again (laughs) it's that thing that it is second nature to me at this point like yeah you don't remember what you didn't once know Mm -hmm. um and so, yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be fun going forward. I'm really excited to have you on board and to oh, start you. bringing these changes in. I'm very excited too. I, um, 
do quite enjoy hearing the sound of my own voice so this episode has been a little bit difficult for me but um, <laughs> I'm sure that I will uh, manage to wrangle the microphone off you in future episodes. Oh 100%. 100%. Yeah. Oh actually I do have something to mention that is of the utmost importance and relevance to this episode. So um, me and Dan and a couple of the other activated authors have embarked upon the Conqueror, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Go on. Challenge. Yeah. Which is where you essentially um, virtually walk across Middle Earth. So it collates all of your it's steps. It's amazing. It is amazing. Collates all of your steps, or if you cycle all of your wheels, rotations. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it logs it on the virtual map. And when we started this, because me and Dan are both Lord of the Rings geeks, dude has Tolkien on his wrist, um, he made it very clear to me, he was just showing um, people, for people that could not see, um, he made it very clear to me that this was not a competition because I, I tend to, to get quite competitive with certain things. Um, for example, my family has banned me from playing Monopoly. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. So this is just going to be a nice, fun, easy breezy jaunt to Mordor. Wonderful. Like I'm in. And then about halfway through the first leg, so like the first challenge, because it's broken up into chunks, he proceeded to goad me because he was winning, which is strange because was, I, did. I didn't think it, you're a dickhead. I didn't think it was a competition, right? You've made it very clear it wasn't a competition. And I warned him several times not to poke that bear. I used to run for my school. All the races, never lost one. I don't enjoy losing competitions. And so the fact that this was not a competition was I lovely. <laughs> and anyway, mm -hmm. he got to Brie. The prancing pony before me not the cheese not the cheese no uh before me and and proceeded to rub it in my face and then i said to him i thought you said it wasn't a competition and he said it wasn't because there was no worthy competitors now fast forward to yesterday when wilcox here posts on instagram because his medal came through you get a medal when you complete each of the legs and he referenced me and the other two members of the Activated Authors saying that he was just waiting for us to catch up. Now, as I say, goading me in competition is not a good idea. I'm currently over the 60% mark of the latest challenge and he's just breached 20. Now, he said that. So I was not impressed. And I just want it on the record publicly that I am fucking trouncing you and I will destroy the ring and you. Okay. There we go. Happy? Yeah. Thanks, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling better because I, I did I did do a hilarious five second response video on Instagram, but I feel like this might reach more people. And quite frankly, I want as many people to know as possible that you are a devious conniving bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Let yeah. it be. Um, yeah, no, you're doing well. And really annoyingly, my fit has just broken. You do well. I've done a lot of walking this morning and swimming. But it is you what it is. Manually add it. Stop, stop, stop being like a sort. <sighs> Take a breath. <laughs> but yes, so Sam is currently winning this leg. 
there are some changes coming to the Activated Authors podcast. We have a new co-host. We have some really cool changes coming up um, and some really exciting stuff going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will return to our usual programming next week with, let me just check our docket here. Uh, my business coach will be coming onto the show, Robin Waite from Fearless Business. And uh, he has published five awesome nonfiction books. It's the, I've read Take Your Shot was the reason well, one of the reasons that kind of led towards me taking him on as a business coach. Um, and he's just full of nuggets of wisdom. And if he's half as useful on the podcast as he is during our sessions, then I'll count that as like a very, very good interview. So look forward to that. Um, yeah, excited to listen to that one. Yeah, it should be fun. Um, but yeah, unless there's anything else you want to add? I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that you need to be public- publicly shamed about, but I can't, off the top of my head. Oh, there's a lot, but let's not. <laughs> I'll say it can be a be a new segment. Publicly okay. shaming Daniel Wilcox. <laughs> what have you got? Shame. Shame. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a scarlet A to sew into your clothes. Okay. Yeah. Scarlet. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I can't remember. Whatever. <laughs> Do the outro. Do the outro. So <laughs> get it up on my docket. Da, 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 da. A big thank you to Sam for joining me on the podcast today. A massive thank you to all of you, the listeners, for tuning in. And as always, if you're looking to level up your writing and activate your author career, head on over to activatedauthors.com to find out all about our community, our resources, and everything else that we've got going on. One more time, goodbye, and we'll see you next week. Yes, one of us, one of us. <laughs> That's what I'll say if you join. Activate your energy.